This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. Mr. Terry and I, we are discussing about the sorrows of the season, the reason of the season this year. And uh, we're looking at the different type of problems that are happening around the world and the country. And we're going to read a part of James, uh, James, the brother of Jesus, James, first chapter in the 26th verse of the King James Bible. Starting at the 26th verse. If any among you seem to be religious and bridle not his tongue, but deceive his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for the listeners, wherever they might be in their travel. Will God stretch your hand with livings upon those that feel sorrowful and distressed at this time? They feel that they don't have anyone. No one cares. No one look after them. And they feel lonely in this stress. And we rebuke the devil. We rebuke the spirit of loneliness. We rebuke the spirit of despair. We rebuke the spirit. Oh God, and bring joy and happiness through Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. All right, Sister Terry, we're we're here. We're going to try to discuss this morning and this afternoon, wherever they might be listening, about this type of year, this type of year where people are just bringing gifts. They're bringing gifts, and and James says that uh, to visit, to visit the fatherless. To visit, not to bring material things. And what you think about that uh, in that effort? Oh, thank you, Bishop. Um, I think that it starts earlier, or it should start earlier in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the true meaning? of Christmas really is. If you're not taught from a child Mm -hmm. that Christmas came about because of the birth of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, you will always think that it is about receiving and giving gifts mm-hmm. to any and everybody mm-hmm. and decoration and and parties so when a time arises in your life that there's no one around for this particular thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's where your hopelessness comes mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, nobody nobody gave me anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, nobody 
Nobody stopped by to give me anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like we're reading here, it's not only about stopping by to give you something. Mm-hmm. It's stopping by to just even sit down and spend a little time, have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The elderly now, once they've been dropped off or placed in a nursing home or somewhere where, you know, people don't even make time to go and visit them. Mm -hmm. So they, they become lonely. But if you've been um, steadily poured into the thing that the scripture that says, God said he will never leave you or forsake you. Mm-hmm. You wrap your mind around the fact that there is a very big difference between alone and lonely. All right. And if you know Jesus, you always have hope because it says he's coming back. Mm-hmm. So the more people in your life that are, what to say, like-minded, you have to surround yourself with more people that know Jesus, love Jesus, know that God loves them, know that God loves you. When you spend time, you come out of hopelessness and loneliness. Now, we have to clarify a little bit about God. Uh, we, we know the, the favorite scripture we see floating around the world is John three sixteen. God so loved the world. So there are many people today that really love God. And when we say God, this is God's story uh, about his son. His son. This is God's story. God loved the world regardless of what uh, stages of walk you, you, you in with him. Uh, you might be at the first stage where you love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. But when it comes down to his son, you struggle with that uh, because of how he was born and how people are uh, treating, treating this type of season with gifts to you. And like I said before, uh, instead of visiting, giving that human touch, this is what James is saying. James is saying that if you seem to be religious and you don't know how to control your conversation, you are being deceived. You, you, James said, if any man among you seem to be religious, that's constant religion, and he washes his car every day, you mow his lawn every day, fix the, I mean, there's a, rep, a repetition constantly, constantly. Oh, he's going, well, I know what he's going to do today. He always, just like a religion, he's doing it constantly, constantly, and he loves it so much. James said, if a person seen to be religious and bite on not his tongue, and that conversation would be ungodly, godly, but you should know how to cut it off and respect people around you, things around you. But deceive his own heart, and now deception is more powerful than what people really think it is. It's a, it's a lie. Might not say it's a grown up lie, but it's a lie. <laughs> it causes you to, to hurt your own self. It causes you 
to destroy your own self uh, because of lack of information, false information. And this man, religion is in vain. Pure religion under five before God is this to visit, to visit. And this is what the visitation you can bring toys, you can bring material things, and you constantly see in the, the, the day after Christmas or uh, after New Year, there's always an extra long line of people returning material things. And this is what the devil said when he, when he, uh, he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. He said, I give you all of these things. And that's materialism. So we just want to uh, reiterate that story. You love God, keep loving God. Don't stop loving God. Don't stop loving God. Because this is God's world. This is God's story. This is God's message that he brought his son. And his son going to bring you life. You bring So don't stop loving God in these seasons. But make sure you love the God of creation. The creator of life, health, and strength. Human being, the ocean, the, the, the Genesis 1. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. So those that are listening, and they love God with all their heart, but they have a problem with religion. They have a problem with people that want to be seen this type of year. They have a problem with people that want to have their name on the charity page that they gave so many turkeys. They gave so many ducks and, and the chickens. and Oh, they all, but you don't see them no more. Uh, these are the people and you are the one that we've let you know God still love you. God still love you. Amen. And don't don't let yourself go down that road. Amen. By having a pity party about yourself because you did not get a gift from somebody. They say they love you, but they're only showing it with a $19, $19.95 present. This is also the time of year when Instead of feeling the joy of God sending his son, sending the word, like in John 14, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Think about that. Think about the joy of your salvation. And if you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sin, seek it now because there is joy in salvation. There is joy in redemption. There is joy in deliverance. There is joy in forgiveness of sin. There is joy in being made free from the bondage of sin whom the Son sets free is free indeed so when you think about that joy there's nothing else that can happen that will make you feel that much joy in your life so you focus on that at this time you can share that joy with any and everybody Whether than making a purchase of ten, twenty, fifty, hundred dollars, share the joy of the season, which is Jesus. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it, 
and the world can't take it away. Think about the joy of life right now when you're alive here, living and sharing the joy that is Jesus. Instead of contemplating or thinking back, this is when this time of year is when you have got to let the past go. When you immediately think back, oh, it's Christmas and so-and-so died. And I remember when so-and-so would always bring me this or that, and now they're dead. And, you know, I haven't seen this person. And when I was 20 years ago, so-and-so bought me a a $5 gift and I bought them a $50 gift. You have to put that stuff in perspective and leave it in the past where it is. Think about the joy of this day. When you wake up every day, it's the joy of this day. Be glad in it now. Thank God for Jesus. And you will always have hope. You will always have joy. You will always have peace instead of sorrow during this Christmas season. Thank God. So, Terry, you just hit a couple of points there. Amen. Uh, St. John 14 said, Let not your heart be troubled. He believe in God. We'll be back to uh, God, the Creator, God, the Father. And Jesus was speaking here to his disciples. He said, he believed in God. He believed in God. I'm stressing the point that God still loves you. It's God's story. It's God's story. Have you ever heard of the story of uh, Noah's and the ark? Noah, God told Noah to build an ark to save his people. So what we have now, God sent his son to start the church. To save his people. So the story, the, the story, the message, amen, is about God. It's about God. And everything you, you hear and you see, amen, we're going to go to St. Luke, the, uh, the fourth chapter, and we notice here in the uh, 18th verse, uh, when Jesus here, Jesus was on the Sabbath day, but in the synagogue, and he opened the book of Isaiah. And we're going we're gonna to pick it up at the 18th verse. And the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is Jesus reading. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Now, what? Now here, here's a problem here. It's not a problem, but we need, to, we, we need to understand who you thought the gospel was. Jesus said, he has anointed me to preach the gospel. Now, here's Jesus preaching the gospel. The gospel means good news. Jesus said God had anointed him to preach the gospel to the poor. Now, why is Jesus saying he preaching the gospel? Many preachers and many, I'm, I'm guilty of it a little bit. And when I started out, so he preached the gospel. I was speak, mainly preaching about Jesus. Jesus is the gospel. But Jesus said, hold on now. I'm talking about my father. I'm talking about God. This is God news. 
Amen. God sent me. God sent me to tell you that I am the one that should come. I am the one that John the Baptist, when he, when he cut his head off, John the Baptist was just going through a lot of stress problems. He was in prison. And John said, go, go, go ask him, is he the one that should come? Or should we look for another? And they came back and said, John, he was healing. Oh, the blind was eyes open. The lame was walking. And this time of the year, amen, God still loves you. And the good news is he's bigger than material. He's concerned about your comfort. He's concerned about taking care of you. That's why Jesus said in Matthew's 14th chapter, I mean the 28th chapter, in the last verse, say, Lo, I be with you always, even to the end of the world. Right now, you might not feel that nobody's with you. Once you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior and accept him in your heart and say, and begin to pray, begin to pray. That's one thing the model prayer came from. Jesus left the disciples and he prayed all night long. He prayed all night long. He talked to God all night long, sincerely from his heart. From his heart, he talked to God all night long. And that, you can talk to God, Paul said, pray without ceasing. There's no such thing so you can pray one or two times. No, you can pray anytime you feel like it and you can relieve all that stress that's in you. Amen. If you're not able to get outside and walk around and be in the fresh air or even walk up and down, your house, or uh, do some kind of aerobics or some type of movement, amen, to relieve the stress, you can pray. You can pray. You can read the Bible, put Bible tapes on, and surround yourself, amen, with good spiritual word. And you know sincere people uh, preaching and teaching and get in that atmosphere, amen, and make it through the day. Make it through this season. And you'll be godly surprised that God is bigger than what you thought, thought he was. Because if you, we, we're going to see him. And that's the whole uh, focus on being a Christian. You know you're going to have life after this world. After this world, there's another world. There's another, there's another life God has prepared. There's another place he got prepared for his people. Amen. But you can make it through this. You can make it through this with God. Get you a song, a spiritual song, amen, a song that you like, that is spiritual, that's saying something, amen, concrete and positive, amen. Knowing that God loved you, he loved you. God so loved the world, John three sixteen. We can stop Say, God so loved the world. If you're a Christian or not, you love God, love the God that Genesis 1 and 1 say, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That's the God you want to be loving. That's the God that cares for you. That's the God that sent his son. So you, my our friends, and this following this broadcast, the Holy Spirit, he is the comforter. He is bigger than what they're saying in the churches. He's, he will be with you. Jesus, Jesus preached and did things out in the open, in the streets in the ocean, amen, in houses. He was in the, not in the synagogue much. 
only on the Sabbath day. He was in the synagogue. But all the ministries go happen on the outside. And here, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said that when the Comforter come, St. John 14 and 15, amen, he said, if you keep my commandments, if you love me, people love God, you love God, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, he will shall give you another comforter that will abide with you forever. He will comfort your mind and make you analyze that is uh, a dump truck, a ribbon, a gift card. We can go on and on. Eggnog, amen, uh, lemonade, sweet tea, amen, pumpkin pie, amen, uh, <laughs> turkeys. It's not all that. It's, it's not a what. It's that you're going to give your, you know you're more precious than any AI you can find. The human body, the mind has more on AI than they, 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 they man built it, God can destroy, man can destroy it. Amen. God created a, a human being, the brain, the mind, the body. Amen. I read one time, amen, how much how much uh, uh, circulation, how much the blood vessels in the body. Amen. How many, how many veins in the body? Oh, God. How, how many intestines? How long the intestines are? You begin to search out the human body. You are more precious than anything on this earth. And that's why God sent his son. That's why God sent his son. That's and why that's God. why you have to focus your mind on the fact that you you are a miracle each and every day that we wake up is a miracle when you think about the things that we do to our bodies god created these bodies as a closed system when you study anatomy and physiology and you know the inside workings of your body and you know what you put in your mouth and you know the outside effects they talk all they talk about is climate change the outside effects the elements on your body and everything that God has put inside your body to keep it functioning like it's supposed to we talking about bishop just mentioned what we were, what we read there are 100 trillion cells inside your body we walking around nonchalant we never think about that that's right we never think about how many breaths we actually take when I pray and say thank you, God, for every breath. Yes. Every heartbeat. Mm -hmm. We are a miracle. We are walking miracles. Well, oh, show me a sign. Show me a miracle. Wake up. That's all it takes. That's right. Wake up. You don't wake yourself up. God wakes you up. 
when you wrap your heart and mind around all of these things that are true about God, not that it's a story, not that it's this or that, mm-hmm. it's true about God, it's true about Jesus, it's true about the Holy Spirit. Your life is transformed. You don't have time to focus on foolishness. You don't have time to focus on lies. The enemy is out here for real to distract you from believing how fearfully and wonderfully made you are. That's all it is. It's always somebody trying to make you feel worthless and useless. But God has you here for a reason. And that's what you have to focus on. What you need to do for your creator. When you teach your children from the time they are thinking, walking and talking, that God is the creator of all that we know exists in the universe. Nobody can make you feel small. Amen. The, the distraction is, and that's what the enemy come to distract, deceive you and distract you. You forget about our young people. Forget about our youth. He wants you to be selfish. Think about yourself. Oh, I don't have no friends. But you can pray. The prayer, prayer, keep praying and praying and figure out some kind of way you can reach out to the homeless, reach out, like James said, to the fatherless, reach out to the, the uh, keep yourself un- uncontaminated, the trouble of the secular world. Don't let them get uh, contaminate your life, draw you into something just because you want to be a friend. You somebody, then you have to watch people coming by. Oh, you're not doing anything. Oh, come on and be with us. We're going out to the horse track. We're going to stay out there all night. Amen. You can watch these horses. Oh, you can win some money. You'll be a millionaire. Oh, the, the next thing you know, you'll be homeless yourself. So all these distractions pin things back on you. It's you, you, you. know God said he wants you to reach out to his people. You're here for a purpose. Don't let anything stop you from praying for the fatherless. You can't do no more but pray. Jesus prayed all night long. That's one of the stories in the Bible that the, that the common prayer, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's one of the common prayers he taught them. Amen. Don't let it be all about you. Amen. It's not about you. God wants you to be about others. When you help out others, amen, you sowing into other people's lives. Sowing is more than money. Amen. You sowing and reaching out and talking to other call, pick up the phone, pick up the cell phone and call somebody. So I don't have no cell phone. Well, pray. Write a letter. Oh, I don't know how to write. Well, pray. Amen. People don't come by. Well, pray. Prayer, prayer is, is, is one of the weapons, the weapons of the warfare. It's a well, well, until the devil be pinned up Revelation 20, you go to Revelation 20, when one of the angels come and tie up Satan and throw him in the bottom of his pit, he's going to fall for a thousand years. Then you're going to have peace. There won't be no peace until the Prince of Peace come. 
that after deception, deception tell you that you don't have, God don't love you, God don't care, but that's a lie. That's, it, it's just a lie because you have the power to choose. You have the power to become a child of God. You have a power, even though now we're trying to reach out and explain to you that God loves you, you still have the power to say, no, I don't want to listen to what they're saying. I don't have time. That's, the, that's power. That's powerful. Amen. James said, if you draw nigh to God, God will draw nigh to you. And we're talking about God. This is God's story. This is God's story. This is God's world. We're going to leave you with a prayer. Amen. And we thank God for you in the radio broadcast. Amen. Giving us this opportunity. Amen. This time of the year, this time of the year, amen, you are more precious. Go and study out the anatomy of your body, the veins and the breath and the heartbeats that go so much in a day. Amen. The blood that run through your veins so, so, so many miles a day. Amen. It's, you're wonderfully made. You're wonderfully made. Father, we thank you right now, oh God, for those you. listening. Lord, we ask you to reach out your hand and deliver us, oh God, upon those that are hearers of your word. And let the Holy Spirit stretch out and comfort those minds now in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the spirit of loneliness. We rebuke the spirit of fear. We rebuke the spirit, oh God, of deception that covered their minds ours. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you the praise and the glory right now for what you're doing and you're going to do. In Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it and your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer request or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you, and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you. <laughs>